Robert. I'm a game designer at Naraven Studios, and uh, we just uh, we're about to release our first proper game, Back Firewall. Uh, we are a four team member female-led studio set in Switzerland. And um, yeah, we are not from game industry at all in the beginning. We come from films and neuroscience and communication. And then we really wanted to create immersive experiences with like a heavy narrative part. So we went into game making games because why not? So we like challenges apparently. Um, I, what else can I tell you about us? Um, You're working on Backfire. <laughs> yes, we are. We are finishing working on Firewall. It's actually almost done. Uh, it should come out this year, which is exciting. Okay, cool. Just to sum up, yeah, Backfirewall is like this tragic comic first-person adventure in which uh, you are the update assistant inside a smartphone. Uh, your actual task is to make sure the newest operating uh, system gets installed, but the old OS doesn't want to get deleted, so you try to help it and stop the update from happening. So for our Gamescom special episodes now this year, um, we ask three questions. Uh, you ready? Yes. Okay, cool. So question one, while trying out Backfire World, I had the feeling that I'm never quite sure what's coming next. So sometimes uh, there are strange puzzles to solve, and sometimes you need to create bugs or hunt them down. And you can even talk to a rubber duck, which was very funny. <laughs> and because of this crazy gameplay, uh, Backfire World reminded me a lot of the Stanley Parable as it's also like this crazy game. So did that game somehow inspire you? Yes. Um, um, if Julia was on the mic right now, she would say that, of course, uh, <laughs> it was inspiring. And I think it's a game that really was important for us because it came out at a moment where we don't, didn't really have that many original humoristic um, narrative game. Uh, games and, and it was like okay we can this exists this is something we can do and um, we ha might have the skills to do something like that so of course we didn't want to do another Stanley Parable we wanted to do it uh, a game with a proper story uh, its own proper story and um, and it's just something that tainted the way we perceive video games probably uh, the experience of Stanley Parable and it was um, a, a type of humor that Julia the narrative designer felt comfortable with and really wanted to exploit so um, uh, we get that a lot, that there's some similarities. I think the, the end goal is different. Uh, it's um, Sure, it's a bit meta and dark humor and sarcastic, but it's um, our experience it has uh, other also influences that come and mix it up a little bit, so yeah. Uh, so question two, what is or was the most difficult uh, part in developing that firewall? choose only one <laughs> okay um, so I would say if I can just sort of cut the answer in just a couple of, uh, of main ones we would have like the first thing is we did we, we all in the team all of us um, were learning how to make video games while we were making a video game so uh, it was difficult um, because we had like a limited amount of time to create something and uh, we had to learn about how making it. So we went through different phases in production of different versions of the game that could have been completely different. Um, and we had to choose what, which one was the right direction. And we had to learn some tools that worked for us in terms of management, in terms of uh, communication and working together, especially with artists uh, and, and sound design teams, uh, where we had to figure out a workflow that worked. And um, so that was a huge challenge and we're still learning um, and we're still trying to figure out what is the right uh, workflow for us as a studio. Um, we probably wasted lots of time 
uh, trying stuff that didn't work at all and we maybe with experience we would have known that there was a bad path but now we know a little bit more so I guess uh, it's it, that's that but yeah that was the, the main thing I would say um, to to start with a project that big and that ambitious with zero experience now <laughs> that we look back we're like oh what did we think was gonna happen but we made it somehow so yeah I would say. And a final question, um, with, uh, what part of the game are you really proud of? Ah, um, I think, I would say like the, the characters really turn out to, uh, are really working in the end. That was a big question mark the whole game. We were like, is it gonna work? Because it's sort of a, this magical uh, thing that happened where it just works, you know? You can put all of the right ingredients, you have no guarantee that it works in the end. But I think for a character such as OS9, who has already so much love from uh, the community and the, the people playing, um, it's like, okay, all of this hard work and, and all of these iteration, it, it was worth it because we have something that works in the end. Um, and also, I think all of the sound design and the atmosphere, uh, sometimes it's also catching up. It's like, okay, there, it's working there. And, and, and yeah, it, it feels great to also have just finished a game. We went through A to Z and we did it, we finished it. So yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, we're, we're really happy that we got to the end of this first adventure. Okay, great. And release is planned this year or next year? Uh, it's planned to be released this year. We don't have a, date, a release date quite yet, but it will be communicated. Uh, but yeah, it should be 2022. So, fingers crossed. And will there be a Steam demo now during Gamescom? Yes, we have a Steam demo that is available until the 5th of September. So during the whole duration of Gamescom, everyone can play it from Steam. Okay, very cool. Then good luck with your game and uh, thanks for the interview and have fun at, the, at Gamescom. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. And uh, all right, maybe see you again. Yes. <laughs>